You are Locked On Zags, your daily podcast on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Zags, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is being brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I'm your host, as always, Stephen Carr. You can follow me on Twitter at SCARGO. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Zags. Today is Thursday, May 6th, and today's episode is going to be kind of a hodgepodge of a bunch of different stuff. We are going to start the show talking about recruiting as 247 Sports came out with their final rankings of the 2021 class. And then in the middle of the show, we're going to hear from Corey Kispert because on Wednesday, Corey sat down with Brenna Green and our partners over at Krem2 TV. And he reflected on his time in Spokane as he gets ready to leave the city and start his NBA journey. And then we're going to finish the show talking about some Gonzaga players already in the NBA, but not just in the NBA. We're also going to talk about players overseas as well. So a bunch of talk about Gonzaga pros. But first, we start with recruiting. Like I said, 247 Sports released their final rankings in the class of 2021, this coming freshman class. Chet Holmgren, number one in the class. Hunter Salas was ranked number seven. And Caden Perry was ranked number 47. So that's three top 50 recruits, and that makes Gonzaga a top five class in the country. And that is the first time in school history that they'll have a top five class. And it's also the first time in school history that they've received multiple top 10 recruits in a single class. Let's go through them all individually here. Chet Holmgren remained number one in the class, just barely ahead of fellow big man Paulo Bancaro, who Gonzaga recruited very, very heavily. Uh, but he chose to go to Duke in the end. Paulo and Caden Perry play on the same AAU team. And, of course, the two of them are going to have to face off on Black Friday this year when Gonzaga and Duke play each other in Las Vegas the day after Thanksgiving. Hunter Salas, the number two guard in the class, the number seven player overall. But Jaden Hardy, who is a top five recruit, is likely uh, leaning towards going to the G League. And if he does, that means Salas will end up as the top-ranked guard in the class going to college. Um, They have Salas literally percentage points ahead of Jalen Suggs as the second-best recruit in Gonzaga history behind Chet Holmgren. They ranked Salas as a 99.70, and Jalen Suggs was a 99.68. So 0.02 percentage points ahead of Jalen Suggs. But I've said this before, uh, Suggs was much more polished coming into Gonzaga uh, than Salas is going to be. And I'm not super, super convinced that Salas is going to be a one and done. Uh, But if I mean, he obviously has the potential to be. And if he is and he makes the impact that Jalen did, uh, Gonzaga probably went back to the national championship game. And that's obviously a good thing. When Caden Perry committed to Gonzaga in June of 2019, almost two years ago now, uh, he was barely in the top 100 at that point. Now he's in the top 50, coming in at 47 overall in the class. And in a different year, uh, it's very possible that he may have been higher, but this recruiting class is really, really loaded with extremely talented big men. Um, So he gets stuck behind a lot of them, comes in at 47 overall. 
but even so, people have been taking notice, and he still gets rewarded with a top 50 ranking. Uh, some other notable rankings just to go through. Um, primarily Nolan Hickman, who's the guy who decommitted from Kentucky and is heavily rumored to have interest in Gonzaga. He's ranked 41 in the class of 2021. He's listed as the number six true point guard in the class. He's about 6'3", 185 pounds, which is roughly the same size as Dominic Harris. Um, but, but Hickman is projected to be a true point guard. And if he comes into this roster with a bunch of combo guards, he could very well be next in line to take over lead guard duties when Andrew Nemhard leaves after this coming season, if that is what Hickman decides he wants to do, which I imagine we'll find out here probably in the next week or so. Fanbo Zhang, he comes in at number 70. The 6'9 wing out of China backed out of his verbal commitment to play at Gonzaga after his main recruiter, Tommy Lloyd, went over to Arizona. And so Fanbo Zhang decided that he would go play professionally in the G League. And so it's going to be interesting to track his progress over there. And then one last note, uh, 247 Sports moved Ben Gregg to the class of 2020 because he came to campus a semester early. They put him in at 109 in the class of 2020, which seems very, very low considering the national average for Ben Gregg in that class is 86. Um, So Ben Gregg at 109 in the class of 2020 after his reclassification. Overall, like I said, Gonzaga's class is fifth in the nation behind Michigan, Tennessee, Duke, and Florida State. If Hickman comes on board, they're going to jump ahead of Florida State because they're just very, very slightly behind them. And then uh, in terms of five-star players, Duke is the only school to grab three five stars in this class. And like I said, and like you know, Gonzaga is going to get to see that group of five stars up close the day after Thanksgiving this coming fall. Okay, that's it for the recruiting front for now. Coming up, we are going to hear from Corey Kispert. He leaves Spokane in just a few days. And after a remarkable four-year career, he has a message of gratitude for Gonzaga fans. And he sits down with Brenna Green to talk about it all. But first, a minute to talk about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com. All right, let's get to Corey Kispert. On Wednesday, he sat down with Brenna Green uh, from Creme 2 TV in Spokane, and they talked about his journey and what's ahead the next couple of months as he prepares for the NBA draft. Just what is it like knowing that this is, you know, your last weekend, um, you know, or last week living in Spokane as as a full-time resident? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this has been home for two years or for four years now, and it's pretty much my home now, like, I'm from the West side, but I consider this place home. And, um, 
kind of just going around and saying my last goodbyes and see you laters and um, packing up my stuff. Uh, it's, it's came, it's came really, really quick. And, um, I really don't want it to end to be honest. Yeah. You could have, you know, a lot of people went home, you know, I know Drew Timmy went home. I know Dominic Harris went home. Why did you decide to stick around here for the last, you know, month or two? Yeah. I just have so many good friends here in Spokane and I, I, um, I got a chance to run home for like a weekend to see my parents. Uh, I saw them here and there throughout this, throughout the year. Um, so just going and check, check in with them, but, um, all my friends are here. And um, whether it's people on the team or um, anybody else, all my friends are here. So it, it was a no-brainer for me to stick around and um, enjoy the last few last few weeks. You, you kind of mentioned this, and it, it resonated with me a little bit. Um, just like I know, you know, I'm, I'm from Portland area, but I really feel like Spokane is really my hometown in a weird way. Do you kind of feel a, feel a similar way? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the more, the more that all my connections back home kind of uh, are growing up and moving out, um, the less and less, you know, ties I have back to the West side of the state. So, and uh, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, place to call home and go to college for four years than here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm starting to grow more and more, you know, fond of the city. Yeah. Um, I know Joel left this past weekend. Just what was that like saying goodbye to him? That was, that one was really tough. Um, he's been my, my guy for, for four years now. We've been through a lot of stuff together. And uh, I'm really excited for the things that he's going to be doing um, and the, you know, the moves he's going to be making. And um, I could be more happy for him than I am right now. And it's, it was really, really sad to see him go. But I mean, I know that we'll be um, hanging out plenty in the future. You know, looking back on last year, you, you took a bit of a risk staying, you know, and you, you, you didn't know what the season was going to look like. You didn't know if a season was going to happen, all that sort of stuff. Just looking back on that decision now, um, just, just, you know, I guess how, how glad are you that you decided to, yeah, it's, it was hands down the best decision I've ever made in my life. And every single game we played, it just validated it more and more and more. Um, you're right. When I did kind of make that choice to come back, I didn't know if we we're going to have a season or how many games we we're going to play. Um, we put a pretty, you know, we put a pretty full season together and I was able to showcase what I've been working on over the summer and, um, you know, I did exactly what I wanted to do and I've met every goal uh, for the year. So I mean, best decision ever made. And I think I'm way better off because of it. Now that you've got a, a little bit of perspective on it, just what was it like to, for you to be a part of this team this year, both in terms of the historic nature of it and also just in terms of the camaraderie on this team? Yeah, it was different than anything I think anybody will ever you know go through again. And the, I mean, the way that we bonded as a, as a team kind of was very unique. Um, different than, you know, kind of the average team or the average Gonzaga team, I should say. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm and that's part of, that's another reason why I'm so thankful I got to come back is I met so many people. Um, I mean, I think about Andrew and Aaron and the other three freshmen, um, the walk-ons even two are, are good, are good friends of mine now. So, I mean, that's six or seven guys right there that uh, I would have never met if I didn't come back. And the fact that we got the whole season done, and it turned out pretty well, you know, especially down the stretch uh, with, you know, fans being in the stands and it felt more and more like a regular season as we, as, as we went on, um, it was really, really special. And I'm so thankful for it. What's your message to Gonzaga fans as, as you're about to, you know, leave Spokane? Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, thank you. And I'm so thankful for you guys. Um, I mean, there's no, there's nothing I can say to fully capture what I'm, what I feel about the community here. 
Um, it's so special and so different than any place you'll ever go. And um, just to be a part of it, a small, small puzzle piece in this giant, um, giant program is, has been the, like the biggest, biggest blessing of my life. So, um, you know, I plan on coming back for years to come and, um, you know, Spokane will always be my home and the community here is the reason, the reason for that. What does it mean to you when you hear so many past players, um, that have been through this program, so many legends lauding you for, for not just your play, but your leadership and, and calling you one of the best leaders that's ever come through. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it makes me feel really, really proud um, because I spent my childhood looking up to them. And, um, you know, and I've gotten to know a few of them down the road too. And, you know, to hear how easily they shell out the compliments towards me when I know that those compliments mean a lot. You know, a lot of those guys are very selective with their words and when they, when they say something, they mean it. So, um, you know, even from guys like coach few, I mean, he's not, he's not a guy to sugarcoat anything. And, um, hearing the way he's described me over the last you know couple of months, especially as the seasons wind down and private conversations that we've had together. Um, you know, I'm really, really happy with, you know, our relationship and the way things have turned out between me and him. And, um, you know, especially from the guys that have gone before me too, it makes, it makes me feel really proud that I'm kind of that next, uh, you know, benchmark guy around here. Have you been able to have a, a conversation with you yet? Just saying goodbye. Or are you still holding off on that one? Yeah, I know I have, I have, I mean, I've seen him in the gym a few times and, um, I mean, he's so excited for me and he's so excited for my next steps. Um, and he was such a big part. Uh, last year in helping me kind of make the decision that I made. So he kind of has an idea of um, the places I'll be going and the things I'll be doing and um, has kept really close tabs on me. And um, so, I mean, we've talked and it's, it's been great. And um, coach has been such a huge um, impact in my life and also for my family, like my family and him are very, very close. And um, you don't really see that. Uh, your first few years and you kind of just, you don't really like the guy um, because he's so tough on you. But now that I'm on the, the other end of it, it's, it's uh, much, much better. Um, yeah. Just what, what, what has few said to you just about, you know, what, what it's meant to, to have you around and, and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's just the compliments he gives me are just staggering, I guess. I, I, I really never thought I would hear those words coming out of his mouth. Um, but especially now that, you know, I don't have to play for him anymore. He can, he can really kind of dish him out and dish him out and make me feel good about myself. I mean, really like that's really it is um, he has to kind of keep you out, keep you, you have, make sure you have a level head throughout the season. And um, yeah, I mean, just hearing the, hearing the way he talks about my family and my mom and my dad, and he's really close. He's gotten a good, a good relationship with my sister too. Like he knows my sister really well. And um, it's just been, it's been great. He asks about him all the time and, um, yeah, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be some, someone that I lean on definitely in the future. Um, you know, not only as a basketball resource, but just as a friend too. You're, are you going to get your master's this weekend? Is that, is that? No, so I, I got, I got halfway done. Um, so I got to come back and finish that up at some point. Do you plan on finishing it up? Yeah, you... yeah for sure. I, I don't know the timetable for it, but I'll finish it. What is it going to be like for you being the next person kind of representing Gonzaga through this NBA draft process? And just what does that mean to you to know that you're going to continue on that legacy as well and 
do it in the first round. Yeah. I mean, just, I, I just got to soak it all in. I've been, I've been peppering Rui and BC and um, even talking with Jalen and Joelle a little bit about what it's going to be like and um, the process, uh, the process of it all, what to expect and trying to ask good questions. And um, I guess kind of being the, the next guy that comes out of the school and trying to prove yourself in the NBA is a, it's a whole nother, um, a whole nother challenge, you know? I mean, it's one thing to kind of carve out a career here, but it's another thing to have, you know, have a great career here and then move on and um, grow it in the NBA. So we've had some, we've had a lot of success, especially over the last 10 years. So I'm really looking forward to kind of trying to push the envelope and uh, see what I can do. What's next um, for you after you leave Spokane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go home for, uh, about two weeks um, and just lay low uh, there. And then uh, I'll be heading out to Chicago for two months at the end, start, starting at the end of um, the very end of May and working out for the draft there. Do you know who you're going to be working out with there or is it? Uh, I mean, teams, not really. Um, but yeah, not teams yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just like not so much yet. They're still kind of trying to work out a playoff picture for most of those teams. But yeah, it's a headache. But yeah, I mean, a few. Is it kind of um is it kind of frustrating for you that you have to wait all the way until the end of July to to get drafted on like yeah. you know Yeah, it's, it's 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 brought a whole new meaning to like watching NBA games. I I kind of sit there and I'm just like, okay, well like if I get picked by them, what am I going to like and you kind of kind of like look and uh dissect it even more um and then you kind of start thinking about um, where I might get picked and where the teams look like where the teams are finishing uh, now towards the end of the year. And so the, the focus is kind of getting a little narrower. So um, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun watching these games over the last couple of weeks. As always, a thank you to Brenna and our partners over at Krem2 for allowing us to use that audio. Corey Kispert, he seemed like a surefire lottery pick the last six weeks of the season or so. But then he struggled the final couple games of the NCAA tournament because his shot just was not falling. And so now it seems like he's more in the 12 to 20 range in all these mock drafts as opposed to the 8 to 14 range. So it'll certainly be interesting to see uh, which team ends up taking him because to me, he's still a pretty easy plug and play uh, wing shooter. And if you look at these mock drafts and if you look at the standings, the teams that are in the early to mid-teens, um, in that you know 12 to 18-ish range, uh, those teams include the Warriors, the Spurs, the Pacers, and the Memphis Grizzlies. And obviously, it would be pretty sweet to see Corey Kispert team back up with Brandon Clark and Killian Tilly on the Grizzlies. Uh, some people already call them the Gonzaga Grizzlies, so why not add a third guy to that team? But I also think that he would fit in very well with the Warriors, and I, he would do really well with the Spurs as well. So there's a lot of good fits there. And if he goes to the Pacers, he could play with Sabonis. So any of those teams I think would be great for him. And the nice thing is that all of them are borderline playoff teams already. uh, And some of them may actually make the the actual playoffs, not just the playing games, but the the full playoffs. Um, So he should end up in a decent spot where he's not going to be asked to do too much. So we'll see what happens. We're going to talk to a few people probably as the NBA draft approaches, kind of just breaking down how Kispert and Ayayi and Suggs fit into the uh, the NBA today. Speaking of the NBA, we are going to finish the show today talking about Gonzaga players currently in the NBA. It was a big night for a few of them on Wednesday. And it's also been a big month for some Gonzaga players overseas. So we're going to talk about all of that as we wrap up the show today.
But first, if you want a spot to bet on the NBA as the playoffs approach, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and like I said, the NBA is approaching the playoffs, so is the NHL. It's the perfect time to get in on the fun, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and also all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. All right, so the NBA season. Uh, quickly coming to a close, it wraps up next weekend. Most teams have somewhere between four and seven games remaining. On Wednesday night, three Gonzaga players had really good performances, so let's go through them. Kelly Olynyk, 27 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists in a loss to Philadelphia. Houston is the worst team in basketball, but ever since being traded to Houston, Kelly Olynyk has been one of the best players in all of the NBA. 22 games with Houston, he's averaged 18.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in the offseason if Houston wants to keep him as a, uh, a key piece to next season's roster or if they want to let him go and maybe Olenek can find a playoff contender where he can shine, much like he did in Boston earlier in his career. DeMontis Sabonis. Had 17 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists in a loss to the Kings. The Pacers have been struggling uh, the last you know six weeks or so, and they are a 9 seed now in the Eastern Conference, and they would play Rui Hachimura and the Wizards in the play-in tournament if the playoffs ended today. Rui was out on Wednesday because of a non-COVID-related illness, so hopefully he can come back from that pretty soon. Brandon Clark, he had a double-double. 12 points, 10 rebounds in 23 minutes off the bench. Grizzlies got a win over Minnesota. Memphis is the eight seed, half a game up on the Warriors for that eight seed. And right now they would play Portland in the play-in tournament if the season ended today. I've explained the play-in tournament before, but it's essentially seven versus eight. The winner of that makes the playoffs. The loser of that plays the winner of nine versus 10 for that final spot in the playoffs. It's a very dumb thing, but the NBA decided to do it. And so here we are. All right, let's jump across the pond and talk about some Gonzaga players overseas, mainly Kevin Pangos, because he has had an absolutely incredible EuroLeague season uh, with St. Petersburg in Russia. They just took heavily favored Barcelona to a fifth and final game in their playoff series this week before falling just short. But Kevin Pangos was absolutely fantastic. He averaged 16 points and seven assists in the series. And then across his 39 EuroLeague games on the season, he averaged 13.5 points and 6.5 assists, and he led the entire league in both three-pointers made and assists on the season. There was uh, an article floating around yesterday published uh, about kind of Kevin Pangos' options coming up in this offseason. His current team in Russia is offering him a very lucrative two-year contract to come back, but he's also going to have a ton of interest in Spain, uh, and it's very, very possible that some NBA teams will also give him a look. So Kevin Pangos is in for a very interesting offseason, and we'll see kind of where he ends up after just a, an incredible season overseas. Nigel Williams-Goss is kind of in that same boat. 
He's uh, played 15 games over in Russia. He's averaged 17 points and six assists. He plays on the same team as Drew Gordon, who is the older brother of Aaron Gordon. And the two of them help lead their team to the highest ranked finish in club history, finishing in second place in the VTB United League. And they begin their playoff series next Tuesday. So I'll keep an eye on that and let you know how Nigel Williams-Goss and his squad does. And then the last player I want to highlight is Jeremy Jones because he has been lighting it up in Germany. He's become a three-point specialist. Uh, He's been starting over in Germany, and he's second on the team and made threes, hitting nearly two a night at a 42% clip. So how about that? Sharpshooting Jeremy Jones. And he's also second on the team in steals. So shout out to him. Uh, There's obviously plenty of other Euro Zags tearing it up, but those are the three that seem to be the hottest the last couple of weeks, so I wanted to just highlight them. Like I said in a past podcast, uh, I'm going to try to do my best to keep you updated on those Euro Zags um, as well as the NBA Gonzaga players because their seasons seem to be winding down here all across the globe, so I'll keep you updated on all of them. That is going to do it for today's show. Tomorrow, it is another Gonzaga Five Star Friday. We've got some stories to share as always. And our list of stories is getting much shorter, so please send in yours because I love to hear from fans from all across the country. And then we're going to do a This Week in Gonzaga History segment. As friend of the program Joshua Schwader points out, there's been a bunch of commitments in early May over the last decade. So we're going to take a look back on all of them and do a little bit of reminiscing tomorrow on the podcast. Don't forget to tune in to the Locked On Today podcast with host Peter Bukowski. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, you can also rate and subscribe to this podcast, Locked On Zags. And please leave a review with your Gonzaga story. I'll read them tomorrow and every Friday on the show. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at SCargo. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Zags. If you want to email the show with your story or any questions or ideas that you have or want me to talk about, please, please, please do so. LockedOnZags at gmail.com. Everybody enjoy your Thursday. We will see you back here tomorrow morning. It is a great day to be a Zag.